Hey, everybody. Welcome to BU Only Better or BYOB Audio. This podcast was started to help listeners like you find a way to be your best self, but not change who you are. We want you to be your best you while on a journey to a happier and more fulfilling life. Tune in to hear personal stories of how people face their fears and overcome their struggles to become a better version of themselves. Thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of BYOB Audio. Last time we had Caitlin Bright, a massage therapist and yoga instructor with an amazing story. She shared her experience of hardship as she battled through a divorce that ultimately led her to a great degree of clarity. She also discussed how being kind to yourself in the way that you speak and doing what makes you happy were key pieces of advice that got her through it all. Today, I have John Paul Mendez, a childhood friend who was born and raised in West Texas and was a graduate of Permian High School. John Paul was a late bloomer who dabbled in everything from body shop technician to bricklayer, outside sales, and even oil field work. He later combined all of that experience and passion to establish his own company, Smokestorm Welding. Okay, John Paul. Well, unfortunately, you were a graduate of Permian, but I'm not going to hold that against you. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Super glad to have you. Um, There is a lot to take in here. So if you can go ahead and expand in um, some of the work that you were doing prior to eventually opening your own um, welding business. So go ahead and fill in those blanks for us. Awesome. Uh, well, before the welding, I kind of dabbled in a lot of different things. I I did sales, I did mechanic work, I did body work, really just a lot of random things, kind of trying to find out what I wanted to do. I, I actually did go to school for welding right out of, kind of right out of high school and uh, decided that's not what I wanted to do. But then uh, transitioned back in a little bit later. But uh, I would say probably the most significant thing I did was outside sales before this. I guess a necessity to your field, but it'll help you kind of grow from there. And then that that's just kind of what blew me up and was like, man, you need to step it up, work harder, do something different. It's kind of brought me to this. It's been an awesome little journey I've been going on. Very Still cool. trying to make my way. <laughs> man, that's awesome. Hey, I'm glad that you're, you know, trying to do your own thing and get that going. I always applaud that. I know, I know how hard it is to, you know, take that first step, which I know that you're doing. So, you know, congrats. Thank you, sir. Yeah, of course. So as all of our listeners know, we always start the show off with a unique shot of wisdom. So what do you have for us today? I would personally, for me, I I just kind of got to go for it. I spent a lot of time spinning my wheels, but at some point you've got to put pen to paper. You got to put rod to the metal, you know, you got to start welding. You got to start doing something. If you sit there and think on it too long, you're never going to get anywhere. And I, I did that for a long time. A lot, I'm a lot older than I wanted to be <laughs> when I finally decided to do something on my own. I knew from the start, I wanted to own my own business. I wanted to do my own thing. I, that That's just something I've always wanted since a kid. I, I, I never liked the idea of uh, working for somebody. Not that there's anything wrong with it, you know, to each their own. I respect everybody's field, but I just knew it wasn't for me. And, I knew I wasn't doing enough about it. I would talk about it, talk about it, but until you actually just take the steps and you got to take a step every day, something, think about it, do it and keep moving, you know, like the procrastination and the twiddling your thumbs. I mean, it gets old really quick and you just, I mean, you start to kind of look foolish, honestly, to me, I feel like when I keep telling everybody, Oh, next year, next year, next month, you know, I just, 
people start losing faith. Not that they lose faith in you completely, but they kind of start, I mean, they just don't believe you. They're like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, trust me. I've been there. I remember whenever I was trying to get the spa going, you know, I was telling people, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to open. I'm about to open. And it took me three years to get there. So, you know, it is a journey and it always takes a lot of work. But one thing that you said that's interesting is you said you're a lot older than you wanted to be. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, just to kind of add to that, I think, you know, things always kind of happen when they need to. And, exactly. you know, right now, especially with all the reflecting that we've been needing to do, maybe you had to go through all of the extra stuff that, yeah. you know, made you be mature enough to handle what you're doing now. No, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, it's your past, your, uh, your things that kind of make you, you know, and uh, it, yeah, it wasn't my time. And that's why I said, you know, like, it's not what I, I had originally envisioned I would be not in a field of my liking for that long, you know, but that's not always what the cards are. And I kind of played my hand, you know, and uh, I, I really like where I'm at right now, though. That's awesome, man. And I think you can appreciate it more just knowing how much uh, hard work that you've put into everything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of hard work and, you know, timing and your past, you know, let's go ahead and delve into your story here. Um, what would you consider was your biggest struggle? And uh, tell us, you know, the story around it. I would say, honestly, right now is probably one of my hardest struggles I've been going through. You know, I I know I just got through saying this is like the happiest I've been. And it, it really is. But it's also been some of the most challenging times. Uh, I mean, I could like talk about my childhood, you know, but I feel like everybody has, you know, everybody's got their little story from back then and they've helped build me for sure. But I would definitely say they kind of almost built me up enough to be able to handle what's going on now. You know, if I wouldn't have gone through what I did, I, and I'm not saying I had a crazy childhood or anything, but I had the, you know, your average ups and downs and uh, I mean, get picked on for being the Cholo who likes anime. It's <laughs> a strange combination, but you know, uh, I would definitely say right now, uh, I would, things were just starting to take off. You know, it was starting to look good. Oil prices just like plummeted out of nowhere. I guess not out of nowhere. You know, there's always a little indicating factors, but we had just picked up a lot of work. The whole coronavirus thing, you know, what little work there is left is kind of hard to get because even even oil field companies are worried about the coronavirus. You know, it's it's a strange, strange time right now. Never in my life did I think that I was going to be living through something like this, whether I don't know. It's it's definitely strange. But uh, all of this kind of happened right when I decided, hey, you know, I think I'm going to quit my job and uh, I'm going to start a welding company. <laughs> so it kind of all just transpired all around the same time. Actually, September 10th was the day I quit my job of last year. I just, I, I was talking with the, with my girlfriend, Judith. Uh, we actually just had a baby. Uh, not too long Congratulations. ago. Actually, oh, thank you. On Valentine's day. So I get to fight off all the, all the guys trying to get her presents for Valentine's day. Trying to be <laughs> You're not smooth, guys. Calm down. <laughs> uh, but no, definitely, uh, I kind of put myself in this position, you know, and uh, I definitely don't blame anybody but myself for what's going on right now and how I chose to do this. But I believe uh, I believe we were about five months pregnant. But I got to say, Judith was super supportive of it, too. And she was like, why don't you just go for it? Why don't you? Th there's no better time than the present. You know, I mean, 
you can keep spinning your wheels, you know, kind of going back to what I said, or she's like, you can do it now. She's like, I believe in you. And uh, she's like, I know you believe in yourself enough to get to this point. You've, you have uh, invested in yourself enough that you feel like you can do this, uh, both financially and mentally. You know, I had to, I had to fork up quite a bit of money to get all the equipment I needed. And she's like, what's the point of it sitting in a driveway? You know, you gotta go for it. And I did. And she was five months pregnant. I was leaving a, like job security, you know, you're having a baby. I mean, that's probably the, the single best thing you can have when you're about to have a kid is either being uh, really rich, which I'm still looking. If uh, anybody has any uh, overnight money makers, let me know. But uh, it was really a, a strange time to do it, but it was, I felt like it was the right time and she felt like it was the right time. And, you know, I mean, I guess there never really is a perfect time. And that ended up leading us to where we are now. You know, it was kind of, uh, it was already kind of slow, but I was really confident I could find work. And I actually ended up getting work with a cousin of mine who actually reached out to me and he was like, Hey, are you working? If not, I could use you tomorrow. Are you willing to come? And I was like, yeah i was like what time he's like be at my house at four in the morning i was like oh wait a minute <laughs> four in the morning i don't know about all that but i it kind of just started from there it was ever since then it's been going 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 and we were working a lot of hours we were doing a lot of stuff and beginning it started to slow down towards christmas time but then after that it started to pick back up and then sort of out of nowhere, everything just kind of is like the floor fell out from, I mean, I come back to work one day and, uh, and one of the other welders is like, did y'all hear about what happened to the oil prices? I was like, are you going to tell me right now that they, they went up like $20 or something? And he's like, no, it's, it's very low. He's like, I'm surprised we're working. And, um, I think kind of touching back on the, everyone has struggles as a, as a kid, I think uh, I didn't panic as much as I thought I would have. And I think all those previous struggles that I've had growing up, like learning from going broke and deciding, you know, I, I don't ever want to have no money again, you know? So I always started socking away here and there, doing little things just to make sure that I, I always had something in my bank account. I, I always wanted to feel like, you know, I had something to fall back on. And those, all that, all those habits, all those things that I was going through younger, they kind of really helped me to deal with what's going on right now. And I would definitely say right now is the toughest time I've, I've had personally. It's yeah. just really stressful, you know? So let's talk about that, about, you know, the whole standstill. I know for a fact that there are several businesses that were opening, you know, this year. And mm -hmm. I know that you were fairly new. So I'm going to say, you know, within less than a year of being in operation. Oh, yeah. Describe some of the feelings that you were feeling. You know, I know you said that you've handled it really well, but just to know that, you know, work is slowing down and, you know, you just went all in on your, on your business. And I know you had some backup, but I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in. And I mean, I'm going to say you're not the only one. There's a lot of people without jobs right now. And oh, yeah. there's a lot of people who just started new businesses and things like that, who are in similar positions. Yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, feeling wise, you know, I, I will say, you know, that my past helped me cope, but I definitely felt something, you know, like as soon as he told me that, I was like, hey, are we going to have a job tomorrow? Are we going to have a job the next day? When is this going to pick back up? You know, I, I mean, we come from Boomtown, USA, you know, I mean, West Texas, this is how it is, you know, I wasn't too surprised by it, but I was definitely hit by it. And I was like, I know it'll come back, but it's like, when is it going to come back? When can I find work? But I guess my initial reaction was really like, 
more of a instead of instead of fear it was more I would say, what am I going to do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what What can I do? You know, like I need to find something that's going to sustain us. And it right. kind of just pushed me to be a little bit more persistent with something, you know? Yeah. And I think having a kid on the way is definitely what's going to push you to say, what can <laughs> I do? Because you don't have a chance. You don't have that time to just sit and, you know, cry about it or whatever, you know, Yeah. Um, or be worried about it. So what were some of the steps that you took to maybe make a pivot? You know, maybe you're not doing the same jobs, but, you know, did you find something else to do to still make money in the meantime? You know, even though things are down or slow? Yeah, actually, right now, that's uh, exactly what I'm doing. I mean, I've been uh, kind of annoying. I know for Judith, she's like, man, she's like, get off your phone. <laughs> and I completely understand that, but I, I do need to calm down a little bit. But, you know, I've been uh, really trying to trying to touch on social media side trying to touch on the something that i hadn't really been doing because the work was coming from companies not individuals so i was like well the work is kind of fading in the industrial side so let me touch on the residential side you know people still need things fixed people still need things built you know things don't stop the world doesn't stop just because oil stops you know and i was like if i sit here like i said twiddling my thumbs doing nothing about it i'm gonna sit here doing that tomorrow and the next day and the next day so i was like well i mean let me try this out. So I actually, uh, I had had an Instagram, but I started a Facebook account. I was like, well, why not? You know, started my, I started basically building my business a little bit more where I should have done in the beginning, but kind of lags. So this free time has allotted me uh, plenty of opportunities to build it up. And that's what I'm really working on right now. And uh, I'm focusing a lot on, residential, building gates, building fences, whatever needs to be done. I mean, I'm completely mobile. So I'm like, that's, that's actually a really good part of it. You know, I built a truck to, in my, my shop is on wheels. So if somebody's in Austin, I'll go to Austin. You know, if somebody's in North Dakota, I'll go to North Dakota. I really don't care. right now. Nice. And that's, that's the, uh, sort of the drive, you know, you just have to push. And like you said, my daughter, very fresh, right. Uh, fresh out the oven, you know, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want her to be proud of her dad, you know, I want her to be able to say this guy did everything he could, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. That's awesome. So I'm glad that, you know, you're making that pivot, but then also, you know, you're also building a brand. And I think that's probably one of the best things that businesses can do right now is continue to build a brand, you know, catch up on things that you weren't able to do because you've just been out working and getting it all that way. You're ready to go once all this stuff passes and we're starting to get back on our feet, you know? So we can hit the ground running. Yeah. Exactly. Cool, man. Well, I know we were kind of talking about what, you know, you do, but I think it's very different to distinguish between what you do and what your passion is. Um, now the people who I find that are the happiest are the ones who have those both lined up together. So yeah. what would you say was the moment that you realized what your passion was? The moment I realized what my passion was, was probably... When I was doing outside sales, I actually, uh, we flew to Detroit for an automotive convention. It was for high performance stuff. You know, I was like, I was walking around, I was meeting people, talking to people. Um, I was, uh, it, it was something I'd never been exposed to, you know, uh, something I've, uh, I've seen on TV, you know, I've seen in videos or on social media, people going to like SEMA, things like that. And I ended up at this show and I was actually working and I just remember the feeling that I got, you know, networking with these people that I had no business networking with before, you know, I was in a position where they wanted something I had and I was very interested in what they have. 
And I was like, man, I, I want my own business. I, you know, I always, like I said, I always wanted one, but I didn't really put the work in like I needed to, to, you know, whenever somebody says they want something, you know, everybody wants something, but are you going to actually put the work in to get there? And at that moment, I was like, I want to be there. I want to be these guys. I want to be on that side of the table. I want to be that person who, who wakes up every day and they're like, this is mine. You know, I don't have to answer to anyone. I don't need permission to go get some kolobashis from down the street. (laughs) <laughs> if I'm hungry, I'm going to go get those collapses. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would definitely say that's the moment. You know, I it was a euphoria like like I hadn't felt, you know, until I had my daughter. But right. I definitely, at that moment, I was like, I'm going to do something. And I don't know what it is yet. I didn't know it was going to be welding. I had welded before, but I wasn't really looking at that. But I definitely, uh, I knew that there was something I was going to do. And I, that, I guess it's my passion. I, I really wanted to find something and i guess it was the passion to search for it you know find yeah. it do it get there and move on from there you know he yeah. says welding is going to be the only thing i do right so. so really your passion is you know just being able to be your own man be your own boss that type of thing yes. to grow and succeed in uh, in uh, whatever field i yeah. i'm dabbling in at that moment <laughs> so what was the time between that aha moment to you actually going into opening your own welding business? See, um, I've been, I worked at school for about four years. I would say about five years okay. uh, from thought to completion. So, but uh, I guess when I actually made the move to start getting into it, I, uh, I would say that was about two years ago that I actually started investing in it, putting actual money into it and moving forward with it. It was about two years ago, but definitely the thought was I'd been uh, burning the midnight oil trying to figure out what I wanted to do up until that point. And yeah, that's probably about five years ago. Yeah. So I know you said that the thought was about five years, but you actively pursuing it, you said it took you about two years to kind of get to open. Two years from about the time I spent my first money on actually my own money, you know, on uh, on something that I needed so I could move forward with it. Yeah, it took me about two years. The reason I bring that up is, you know, a lot of people come up to me about, you know, opening up their own business and that type of thing. And, you know, I do tell them that they need to be patient. You know, a lot of people think that they can just open up a business just really quickly, just overnight or within three months. And in most cases, I'm thinking it's unrealistic, you know? Yeah. Um, unless, uh, unless that's your background, you know, I mean, if you come from a lot of money and you come from a business background where you have people supporting you and, right. and uh, I, I don't have anybody to help finance this except myself, you know, I, I actually just worked a job, you know, I worked and saved, I worked and saved and worked and saved. And when I spent that money and I saw my, I saw my bank account, I was like, man, I, I could live a pretty nice life right now. And I was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to spend it all on some equipment. Why am I going to do that? <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I know it's tough, but I mean, I think that you're happy with what you have and, oh, yeah. you know, and it's definitely something that you can call yours, which I think yeah. is what you appreciate. Yes, sir. Very cool, man. So talking about being happy, especially in times like these, I think it's extremely important to stay positive and to stay excited. So what is one thing that's got you most intoxicated about today? I think the biggest thing for me is uh, my daughter, like a hundred percent. Like I can't, I mean, the business part, everything that's awesome, but like, I, man, that when I see her smile, shoot, like, the, and it's funny because the irony of all this is the the thing that's like knocking me down the hardest, the, the, the whole coronavirus oil prices has actually allotted me tons of time to spend with her. Something that, you know, money can't buy that. Yeah, um, man. That is such a good way to look at it, man. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, um, 
I remember whenever they told us to go home, they're like, Saturday's y'all's last day. Get as much done as y'all can and get out of here. And we're like, oh, I mean, I actually was looking forward to it almost, you know. I only would get to really see her maybe an hour at night. And then uh, it was back to work at four in the morning and back home about eight o'clock, you know, take a shower, eat, go to uh, hold her for a little bit, go to bed, you know. And uh, my really my only day was half a day Saturday and Sunday. Sometimes I actually did work some Sundays, but when I heard that we were going home, I was it was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but I was I was kind of happy, you know. I was like, oh, I get some time with her, you know. And I, I've never felt that before. Uh, I've never been that. I've never looked that forward to something as as much as going home to a little smiling baby, you know? Yeah, man, that is awesome. Well, now it's time for our sips of success. These are quick questions so our audience can learn a little bit more about you. You ready? Yes, sir. All righty. So who would you say is your biggest hero? I feel like uh, my heroes kind of, they're like music for me, you know? They kind of fit the time. If I'm having struggles with work, you know, I think about my dad. He, uh, I think of where he went from, I think he was like five or six years old picking cotton and he worked his way up to being superintendent, you know? So when I, when I think of something like that, I'm like, oh man, my dad, you know? But then at the same time, you know, when I'm, uh, when I'm not being the nicest person or, or I'm thinking like, uh, um, maybe I should be a little more giving or a little more forgiving. Uh, I think about my mom and just how she is, you know, she's a completely different person than my dad. She gives me a little bit of hero vibes and uh, in those senses, you know, she's always there for anybody who's ever needed her. Yeah, I, I, I think a hero is like music. My mom is like uh, Bob Marley and my dad is like uh, Metallica. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, shout out to your parents. Very lovely, very sweet people. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So what is your favorite way to de-stress? Easy, man. Driving down a country road with the windows down on like a like a cool afternoon just listening to music that is probably my happiest place ever complete silence no words coming out of my mouth but just listening to music enjoying the enjoying the wind on my bald head <laughs> <laughs> yes sir yeah i'm a simple guy you know i like that it's, there's nothing better than like a wind on your face. It's like the best thing ever. That's awesome, like man. Good music. So what would you say was the best advice given to you that helped you through a tough time? Definitely. That This was actually kind of recent, not too long ago. I was actually talking to, uh, to a good friend of mine and he, he told me, you know, he's like, don't let anyone push you into something that you're not ready for or you don't want, you know, don't. Don't ever let anybody do that to you. Don't don't let somebody have that kind of control over you. If it's your time, it's your time. If it's not, it's not. You you make your own decisions. You call your own shots for the most part. You know, if you don't want to finish that uh, that report you were supposed to do, I mean, come on, you got to finish that one. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's awesome advice, man. All right, so this one's actually the question that is the theme of the show. So go ahead and share one of your personal habits that help you be your best self. I think. Uh, I, I spend a lot of time reflecting in on myself. I'll kind of sit there and I'll, I'll think to myself, I like to think inward, like what can I do to do better? You know, uh, sometimes it's, it's as little as uh, waking up earlier or as, as big as you need to start working on your spending habits a little bit better, you know, but it's, it all starts with me having to sit there and think about it. And I know for a long time, I, I didn't think, you know, I just did, Anytime somebody was like, Hey, let's go do this. I was like, All right, let's go. You want to go to Colorado? Yeah, let's go to Colorado. 
you want to go to Washington? You just lost your job. Let's go to Washington. Yeah. Hey, those are the days, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, and you know, it just wasn't a lot of thought put into it. It was just a lot of doing, and I don't regret it at all. You know, I had a good time. I love, I loved that time in my life. But this is a new time. It's a new me. Um, that's a kind of generic thing to say, but it's true. You know, I'm a different person than I was back then. But definitely, just I feel like you need to allot some time in your day or your week or however often you can do it. Just sit there and like think, what can I do different? You know. You don't have to do it right away, but I mean, nothing, nothing's going to happen if you don't think about it. If you don't start looking at what you're doing and being able to distinguish what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And yeah. I would say that's definitely my awesome. one little, little thing. Awesome, man. Well, speaking of being reflective and looking inside, how would you define happiness and success? I think it kind of goes back to wanting to be free, you know, the freedom of not even just a job, but a freedom financially freedom time wise i feel like that's when i feel the most successful when i when i can take the time you know spend with my daughter when i can afford to you know right now is maybe not the best time but i really feel like life happens really quickly and i want to have the the say so you know to call my own shots to do my own thing and be able to really get to live the life that I want to live, you know, the life that we, me and my my girlfriend and my baby, the life we want to live together. And whether that's with a lot of money or a little bit of money, you know, I, I a little bit of freedom is really the all I need to be happy, you know. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Very cool. All right. So, John Paul, it's been a pleasure, but now it's time for last call. So yeah. this is your chance to share some parting piece of advice with our guests, with our listeners, and go ahead and finish with the best way to connect with you. A little parting advice, uh, be yourself. I mean, also kind of a generic thing, but you know, you hear it all the time, but I can't stress it more. I don't think I started making things really happen until I was willing to accept who I was and what I was and, and wear it proudly. You know, you gotta, you gotta be who you are. You gotta do the do the things that just because not everyone else is doing it, it doesn't mean it's not cool. <laughs> I got a Charizard sticker on my truck. Nobody's gonna. <laughs> we we gonna do about it? You know. I just always feel like uh, it's easy to fall into routine of everybody else's routine. You know. I, I really just feel like uh, people don't uh, let themselves be themselves enough. They're they're always trying to put on a facade, and you know sometimes you need that. But I feel like you you, uh, you get a lot more out of everything. You you would be surprised how much more respect you get just for being who you really are. People can tell that you're faking. I definitely know people can tell when I do because I got a little awkward smile going on the whole time. Yeah. Well, I think that's awesome that you brought up, you know, being yourself. That's literally what we named the show after is, you know, be yeah. you only better. So, you know, this is what this is all about, man. And I don't, I think that you were just an awesome person to interview in terms of, you know, representing what the podcast is about. I appreciate that, man. Alrighty, man. Well, so what's the best way that uh, our listeners can reach out to you and connect with you, um, especially if they want maybe some welding work done? Uh, okay. So I have a working on a website, but right now uh, the easiest way to get to to get to me is uh, my Instagram or Facebook, which you can find Smokestorm Welding LLC. Uh, I believe that's my fa my Facebook page and then just Smokestorm Welding for my Instagram. Uh, if you need to contact me more directly, JP Mendez at SmokestormWelding.com. Dang, it's it, official. It is official. At sir. Smokestorm Welding. At SmokestormWelding.com. Now I need my own .com website. <laughs> yeah, man, that is awesome. Very cool name, by the way. 
appreciate it. Yeah. All righty, JP. That concludes our interview here. It was a pleasure um, getting to hear your story and, you know, really just getting to hear, you know, your passion of how much you love your daughter and how much you love your business and, uh, you know, how you're pushing through just like all of us through all of this. Exactly. Tough time, man. Weird times. It's really strange to go to a grocery store and see so many people in in hospital masks. (laughs) It is. It's kind of crazy. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of BYOB Audio. We hope you found something valuable from the stories shared today. Make sure you subscribe and share with someone who may need to hear something from this podcast. See you next time, but here's to you on your journey to a happier and more fulfilling life. Cheers. Cheers.